Friends, Romans, countrymen, lend me your ears. I'm Mark Anthony, and this is Demolition News Radio, episode 138. In this episode, fake news. This podcast is sponsored by WillowHire.com, the UK's leader in dust suppression equipment. Kick the dust into touch with our new, bigger and better all-in-one dust suppression units for hire. Call Willow on 01582 840045. Thanks to a US president who consistently dismisses any media coverage with which he doesn't entirely agree, the term fake news has entered the global lexicon. As little as two years ago, the term didn't really exist with its current definition. Today, as well as being a favourite term of Donald Trump, it was named 2017's Word of the Year and is now seen as one of the greatest threats to democracy, free speech and free debate. At its most innocent, fake news is merely used to attract viewers to specific websites and web pages, using promises upon which it subsequently fails to deliver. At its most chilling, fake news is misinformation and propaganda that is created to pursue a specific agenda, and which is subsequently perpetuated through a mass media that really should know better, and social media which quite clearly doesn't. It has led to raised tensions between nations and may lead to the tighter regulation of social media. It is currently the scourge of the media world. But surely the construction industry is not guilty of generating fake news, is it? Well, either deliberately or otherwise, it most certainly is. And it could be costing the UK demolition industry a small fortune in wasted time and wasted resources. Demolition News Radio. The independent voice of the global demolition industry. For the past two years, there's been a rumour circulating that my beloved but beleaguered West Ham United were looking to buy Karim Benzema from the mighty Real Madrid. Quite why one of the biggest names in world football would want to leave the biggest club in the world to join a team that, in a good year, aspires to middle-table mediocrity is never fully explained. The fact that Benzema might have heard of West Ham but would struggle to find their home ground on a map of London is never addressed either. Nor is the fact that he would likely cost as much as the rest of the current West Ham squad combined. But that rumour is trotted out repeatedly. And by some strange coincidence, it always seems to come to light at roughly the same time of year. Not on a specific date, you understand. But as sure as eggs is eggs, that rumour will bubble to the surface just before season tickets go on sale for the coming season. Maybe this actually is a coincidence. Maybe there really have been discussions behind the scenes between the respective owners of the two clubs. Maybe Benzema sees the prospect of joining West Ham as some form of charity work, penance for having lived the Spanish high life for the past few years. Or maybe, just maybe, this is all part of a cunning ploy to get West Ham fans to part with their hard-earned cash for the opportunity to possibly watch a player that actually knows where the goal is. Cynical? Yeah, perhaps. But as a career journalist and a lifelong West Ham fan, I'm very familiar with the feeling of having the wall pulled over my eyes. And that's why I know that, all too often, the demolition industry is being fed a line about the prospect of forthcoming work that is, at best, premature, and at worst, fake news. If you would like to help support this show, Demolition News, or The Demolition Magazine, please consider becoming a patron. Just head over to patreon.com forward slash demolition news to find out more if you cast your mind back to march 2013 
You might recall that the UK's construction media got all moist and excited about the fact that BAM had won the contract to build a new London headquarters for internet search giant Google. This was big news. Not only is Google a global brand, but the UK construction industry was still reeling from a recent and very deep recession. So the award of a £300 million contract was good reason to get excited. In addition to that, it was a further sign that London remained truly relevant on the global stage, that even in the internet age, global companies wanted, needed a presence in the UK capital. According to Construction Inquirer at the time, BAM had fought off rivals Skanska and Carillion in the closely contested race for the prized King's Cross Goods Yard job, and that a three-year construction programme to deliver the one million square feet of offices was set to get underway in October. Construction Inquirer went on to back up its report, stating that BAM was an early front-runner to take the project at King's Cross, because it was already working on three major projects worth about £100 million next to the Google site. It was just one small issue. BAM hadn't actually won the contract at all. They had been named as the preferred bidder, but they never got to place a spade in the soil. In fact, no one broke ground on that project for another four years by which time the £300 million project had evolved and grown to become a £1 billion project. And when the first sod was turned, it wasn't BAM that did the turning. It was fellow construction giant Lindley's. Now the Construction Inquirer website wasn't to blame for this misinformation. According to the original report, it had received a tip from the reputable market intelligence provider, Glenigan. And besides, Construction Inquirer was not the only publication to run the story of BAM's apparent success. Plenty of other publications and websites perpetuated and spread the story. Search Google today for Google Headquarters London and you'll be presented with a plethora of articles and reports, all detailing how BAM had landed this major contract. And sadly, this instance is not unique. Not by a long chalk. If you're a demolition equipment owner, operator or enthusiast, then there's only one place to be in July next year. The 4th Demo Expo will take place at the Hertfordshire Showground from the 4th till the 6th of July and it promises to be the biggest Demo Expo yet. So put those dates in your diary and join us at the Hertfordshire Showground for Demo Expo 2019. It's going to be epic. So let's say you're in a business development role within one of the UK's major demolition firms. Chances are you're paying an annual subscription with an organisation like Glenigan or Barber ABI in order to spot potential opportunities ahead of your competitors. You may well subscribe to one or more industry magazines or websites for precisely the same reason. The effects of the recession are still being felt throughout the industry, so when your chosen radar system flags up details of a potential £300 million construction project, it's as if someone has lit a rocket under you. You quickly scan your database to find out who you know within BAM. Maybe you know the right person to call, but maybe you don't. So maybe you spend several hours trying to track down the right person to speak to about your company's demolition capabilities. While you're doing that, your bid team is already pulling together information that might help get your company on the tender list. They don't yet know the scope of works, but they sure as hell know that they've worked in similar locations recently and the challenges that entailed. They also know that the team at BAM is going to require information on your company, up-to-date insurance details, your health and safety and financial records. BAM might also have its own specific pre-qualification questionnaire, so someone would need to complete that too. All the while this is going on, 
you're looking at that construction inquiry report that says work is scheduled to start in October. So already you're looking at the logistics of getting other jobs completed to free up any men and machines that might be required if your bid is successful. You're speaking to site and project managers to make sure that all current jobs are on or ahead of schedule, that you are, in fact, in a position to start immediately should BAM give you the green light. Maybe all of this takes place over a week or so, and although it's not a full-time job by any means, maybe it's required the input of five or maybe even more people. But you've got there. You're now ready to make your formal approach to BAM, to tell them precisely why your demolition company is the best partner for them on this important and prestigious contract. So you call your contact at BAM, ready to launch a full-scale sales offensive, and your contact says, no, sorry, we didn't get the job. It's fake news. To subscribe to the Demolition Magazine, just head over to demolitionnewsstore.com. I've spoken to a lot of people in the industry trying to get a handle on a demolition cost of sale, but without much success. Of course, that cost of sale will differ between demolition companies and demolition contracts. It will vary based upon the size and complexity of the work to be carried out. It will be influenced by just how well each demolition company knows the client. But regardless of all that, working to win a demolition project carries a potentially huge financial cost. It also carries a huge cost in terms of the man-hours required to mount a bid, successful or otherwise. And although it's stating the obvious, you only get to recoup those costs if you actually win the contract. So it pays to be ever mindful of the threat of fake news. But that isn't easy in the field of construction. You see, it's easy to dismiss reporting in some national newspapers. If The Sun prints a headline about a celebrity marriage being on the rocks, chances are it's a thin news week and they're just looking to sell newspapers based on a rumour that they've paid someone to start. If the Daily Mail prints anything that mentions Muslims, gypsies or gay people, you can dismiss that too. They have a specific agenda. Unfortunately, there are no such guidelines in the construction arena. The Construction Inquirer is a reputable news portal, as were most of the others that reported the award of the Google contract. Glenigan is among the very best at what they do. Chances are, BAM was merely a victim of some poor data gathering or some premature reporting. If an estate agent describes a house as bijou, what they actually mean is that it is tiny and suitable only for one of Snow White's buddies. When an estate agency says a property is a project, what they actually mean is that it's falling down. So when you read the words preferred bidder, don't be fooled into thinking someone has won a contract. Ultimately, they might. But equally, it could all be fake news. Thanks for listening. Demolition News Radio. Dedicated to demolition.